okay, if you're looking to write music for the first time for a game, great. I wholly applaud you for it. Do not put a track title name as final. You're setting yourself for trouble. It's only going to get worse from there. Do not use final. You are listening to Beats and Weeks. Hello, you're listening to the Beats and Bleeps podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Today, my guest again, welcoming back, is Felix Arafin, and he's here to talk about a new game he's worked on, Civic Story. Uh, how are you today, Felix? Hi, I'm doing great. How about you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, just enjoying... It's been a long time. It has, yeah. Like, we, we, couldn't <laughs> work out how, we couldn't work out how long, but it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering the, the zaniness that's happening in the world, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and a year can feel like an eternity. But yeah, it's good to be back. I'm excited. Um, I, did, I think I remember when last we spoke, we did mention, hey, if I have another soundtrack coming out, I'm letting you know. And here we are. Yeah, I know. Always, always a pleasure to have you, have you on. Um, so... I mean, Civic Story, Yeah. I mean, tell us a bit about the game in terms of, you know, what people can expect from the gameplay. I mean, obviously it's a visual novel, but a bit of background on it, what what people can expect if they're going to play it. For sure. So, yeah, so it's a visual novel, and visual novels basically are, think of it as kind of interactive graphic novels. You go through a story. There is gameplay where you get to make decisions on how you react to certain things that come up to you. But in essence, it's to teach you a story. And in this case, it's a civic story. We're trying to get, um, it's kind of an interesting project where the whole idea of games and politics tends to be uh, firm no land, you know? Uh, they try not to they try not to interact with each other because, oh, games can't be political or politics are such a touchy subject. But this game is actively trying to bridge that gap because I think the folks behind Shining Spark Entertainment, uh, specifically Jordan Sparks, who's the lead for the project, he's trying to find a way to get people interested in politics. Uh, I don't know how it is where you're from, but especially here where I live in Canada, Ontario, um, voter turnout has been decreasing every year and every year people are just disinterested or jaded with the whole process so um and and it's tough to get into right you look at the news and there's all these terms being thrown at you and you're expected to know what all everything is it's just so much for anyone to handle so this game is out to kind of say hey this is a blank slate you can try and explore respond to certain things um interact in a certain way and see how that pans out for you you it's gonna try and teach the player the importance of being politically involved in your community and how that impacts you and how that impacts the people around you. So it's a really fun project. In terms of the music, it's really quite varied. It's got a lot of genres going for it because it's a visual novel as well. You know, there's a unifying factor in that it's about a certain story. But in terms of genre, because you're taking place, um, the, the, the story is that you're part of an advertising firm, I think it's called Ad Nauseum um, yeah. Ad Firm, something like that. It's, it's a great name for an ad firm. I don't work for it. Uh, but you, um, 
because you're in a city, you're you're working on a job. The the soundtrack kind of plays off of that a little bit, but then you also get to watch some political debates, and you get to see how different areas of the city that you live in interact and react to what's happening around you. So the soundtrack gets to be quite different and really fun as well. Yeah, cool. I mean, from from what I played, and obviously the soundtrack I've listened to, I like really like as you said, like the different areas of the city. You know, you're in your apartment, it's got a very restrained kind of thing, then you go out to the street where it's all busy and you've got like the pumpkin yeah. sort of dance kind of thing and it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's very cool. So I mean, how how did you, I mean, it sounds like obviously what I'm going back to like sort of like a political education, I think it's kind of like, maybe, maybe how I'd describe it, I mean that might not be the words to use, but sort of like, you know, teaching people about politics but not like, not necessarily individual parties because obviously all the parties in it i, I yeah, assume yeah, are made yeah. up <laughs> I, yes they I, are definitely made up i don't know uh... the canadian uh like party so i was like <laughs> i'm assuming the zucchini party is a made up one but also i don't know it sounds very it sounds like it could be a canadian thing yes you know? well okay <laughs> it, it does play off of the major political yeah. parties in canada however if there is a tomato and or zucchini party you you you, you can bet that i'll be like oh yeah that sounds kind of cool what do they go for but yeah, a lot of the political parties that are introduced in the game, they're kind of fun riffs on the actual political yeah. parties that are here in Canada. And if you're Canadian, you'll get it. But our hope is that if you're not Canadian, you can kind of see parallels between what they're oh, yeah. introducing and how your wherever you live and how they respond to different political questions, how they react to it. So I think that's a kind of fun play to it. Uh, yeah. Just out of curiosity, this is uh, I feel I feel this may be as kind of British thing, but the, when when you have elections in Canada, do you have yeah. like? I know you have like local. Um, they they're MPs there, members of Parliament. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's MPs, there MPPs, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. So do you so say like? Uh, is it Ontario? You said you were from. Yes, Ontario. So when when you do your voting, like obviously you have the list of parties. Do you have like bizarre, random? ones like we have some yes. parties like we have a guy called lord buckethead that just has a bucket on his head. <laughs> lord buckethead yeah there was and like now, we did he wear the same mask and have a kfc bucket on his head no. and play some mad guitar? Oh. i wish i've actually that in all fairness I, I, he i believe now you've mentioned that he had to change his name because of buckethead no and really? it was just sort of i i may Phenomenal. i may be completely wrong but it's yeah but we we have this sort of like sensational kind of thing where like we have these bizarre because i think anyone can anyone can stand i think they have to pay let me, like... let me put it to you let me put it to you this way um just recently about a month or so ago we had a by-election for the toronto mayor there were over 100 candidates oh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> there were over 100 the ones that really mattered there were like three of them okay but like there was a whole bunch of bizarro ones and insane ones that there was one that was just an 18 year old who said that he hey i'm going to run for mayor and it was a total meme party <laughs> because you just go on his website and it's just constant internet jokes and like hey my dad is voting for me and like uh, a llama is like i'm voting for this guy it it gets totally absurd it, it, it really is fun and um i mean if it gets people interested in talking about it, sure. But yeah, there's there's some bizarro parties out there here for sure. Ah, that's that's good. It's like, I was just worried that like I'd explain that and be like, no, we're very serious. We don't have those jokey no. people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the the jokes that these political parties in the game kind of introduced. They're kind of like 
hyper extensions or yeah. like um super super sized versions of the actual parties that are in canada as well so it, yeah it's it, the tongue is firmly in cheek, and I think in some of the debates too. I think they debated at one point. They were talking about whether pineapple was a valid topping on pizza somewhere in the game. I don't quote me on that. I I, I hope they kept that. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's meant to be fun. It's supposed. It's not to take itself super seriously, but it's meant to give people that are playing an idea of what of what it might be like and what you might expect. Yeah. So so how was it that you came to? Um working on the game itself is jordan someone you knew before or actually no jordan reached out to me this is a a career first thanks jordan <laughs> shout out to jordan sparks you're great he actually reached out to me because um he was looking for a game composer and the one musician that he knew then said oh you know who'd be a good fit for this felix felix is a good guy and so we actually went for a round of interviews we he, we listened to a bunch of the music that um he's looking to put into the game he even brought up some names of like tracks that he's working on because i asked like oh you know uh the way that i write music i tend to use temp tracks temporary yeah. tracks um as a reference point for what you want to hear in the game so he said yeah one of the temp tracks i'm using for the game especially when you're traveling in the city that you're living in is living in a city from sonic r and i'm like no way you got <laughs> living in a city and you want and you oh <laughs> have you heard living in a city sonic r <sighs> I think I I wouldn't know it by name, but I think it's I, I definitely oh, it's, know it's, a lot of lot of the Sonic R soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. You, if you hear it, I think you'll you'll know what it is. Yeah. But when I heard that that was what he's going for, if I thought to myself, if I got the gig, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the hardest track to do, just because <laughs> living in a city is already so iconic. But then at one point he's like, yeah, and then there's going to be brief segments in the game where the political parties are going to be debating, and I've put down Ace Attorney tracks. I'm like, oh, Ace Attorney? I love Ace Attorney. And I, I'm, this is my theory. I think me just flipping out that he wanted Ace Attorney-like tracks sealed the deal for me <laughs> <laughs> because I was just so excited. I love Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney is also like a very fun visual novel. If you haven't played it, please play it. Some of the best music in video games that you're ever going to hear so we talked about that we conversed about that he showed me the tracks um and then i landed the gig we drafted a contract got that sorted out and then i started working for the team yeah, it nice. was about eight or nine months of solid work a lot of revisions because as i surmised the uh, the city track was like the hardest track to compose <laughs> it was just really hard to nail that feeling of fun techno but also really light and airy and gave you the propulsion without overtaking the listener or getting them to feel like oh my god i have to go somewhere so I'm like, oh yeah cool i'm going somewhere it's that kind of feeling you know and that was a lot of the composition process too. I would throw something at them. I would talk to them about it, like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And Jordan, he said that he was not musically inclined. And honestly, most of my clients are not musically inclined. Not in terms of like they don't know what they like, but they don't know why they like what they like. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, yeah, they have yeah. a hard time articulating. So it was a lot of just us massaging the words that he was trying to say and trying to get something out and being really patient and being really understanding and just continuously iterating, improving, taking things out, putting things in until, you know, we have that eureka moment where we're just like, oh my, bye, Joe, we've got it. <laughs> and, and then plaster it, we slap it on the game and it works beautifully. But it is a, it, it was one of my longest projects, but definitely one of my most rewarding too. 
and I think that would be a nice time to listen to one of the tracks from the soundtrack. This is a track called Into the City. You kind of um, mentioned a few things that kind of was leading on to the next question that I had. It's like, obviously, what sort of thing was um, were they after? I mean, I know as soon as I saw, I think, the trailer of, it, of the thing and saw, I can't remember, I, my brain's completely gone now I said this, but it's like, has that, like, speech bubble exclamation pop-up of something. It's like, oh, yeah, this, yeah. this, and, like, the sort of almost, like, pop-arty bright, vibrant colours. Like, this reminds me a lot of Ace Attorney. It's like, I don't want to be yeah. like oh yeah maybe they're influenced when he said that you've said that it's like oh thank god thank god i've not got like oh yeah it reminds me of ace of it's like oh no we don't want that it's <laughs> yes, like it's like yeah it. we did our job we did our job that was great did so, you ever get to any of the the, the debate parts or the debate music uh i i'm trying to think because well i mean because when, when i played it i played quite a bit of the first chapter and then oh, i kind okay. of skipped through just so it's like i kind of get like the summary of the thing but i try to think if i did but i 
I can't remember if I got to them. I think most of the bits I saw was just like the one, um, like one party just on the TV kind of thing. Rather oh, than got the it. Bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah okay. But I, I mean, is it with that that side of it? Is it kind of implemented in a very similar like case attorney style with the objection and? There, there's lots of objections for sure. <laughs> um, it, and I think they do it in their own. Um, they do it in a very Canadian way as well. I think one of them, if you've seen. Um, there's a political party member there whose name is Mask the Mask. Yeah, and he is the um, he's the I, what I, is it the oh shoot I forgot the name of the party oh, in it's the actual the, game, the bagel but, bagel party. Is it a bagel party? Yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> bagel or baguette or something like that. Yeah. No, it's bagel. Yeah, <laughs> bagel. Okay, something like that. But basically, they're influenced by an actual party here, and um, they. Yeah, the um, the unfortunate thing is that the the base themselves you can't it's it doesn't play out truly like Ace Attorney where you have to solve a case or yeah. f- figure out the solution. But in terms of there's a questioning period, so there's going to be some questioning music, and there's going to be a part where they're slamming their fists onto the podium and say you're wrong and this is why, and then the music gets all dramatic and stuff. Ah, that. It, the four tracks that I wrote for the the debate sequences are some of the my favorite tracks that I've ever composed, for yeah, sure, cool. hands down. I just got to write some Ace Attorney adjacent music, and I just <laughs> oh, it, it 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 made my heart sing with joy, literally. I mean, I feel like you can't uh, obviously exist. This will just be audio, but like the every, whenever anyone mentions those things, it's like the no and the pointing and the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of pointing, yeah. lots of slams, but. It's kind of sad that the that that point of the game is later on in the back end of the game, just because that's when all the political because yeah. you're part of the ad company. That's when you start noticing and paying attention to the debates and whatnot. So, hmm. yeah. But yeah, the, the soundtrack will have that. It's it's all there, and um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so with with obviously the the soundtrack. I mean, you mentioned that Ace Attorney's played a big big influence and parts of that so anything else that you draw on for influences i mean obviously as you said before like there's a lot of ground covered in terms of style of music between like the different areas so any sort of bits that be like oh i mean you mentioned the using the sonic R um temp music yeah. for that bit is there any sort of ones where it's like okay i i know like i want this feeling and there's sort of like draw on something for that at all yeah, yeah. one of my favorite ones was um there was a moment in the game where you start to hear, listen to a character in the game who has a really tragic backstory. <laughs> and the temp track was... I can't remember if it was a track from Osiris Wrath or if it was a track from Yu-Gi-Oh! 5GX or something like that. But it's from a Yu-Gi-Oh! game. And it is a really tragic track. And I'm just sitting there and be like, wow, they kind of went hard for this. <laughs> I'm not a Yu-Gi-Oh! player. I've only seen cutting of Astro's Wrath, so I know how ridiculous those are. But I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, he knows his stuff. He's 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 digging in deep. He's not pulling from just like I want everything to sound like Skyrim or Oh yeah, this <laughs> sounds like a Mario track." He he actually went in and found like some real deep cuts. Yeah, that's... the video game music pantheon to pull for influences, and I appreciate that. I saw the list. I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is good. I can work with this for sure." So I think I think I may have may have got to that bit because I think it's fairly early on. It's that Abdul, the guy that works in yes, the, the yeah, cafeteria, yeah, 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 is sort yeah, yeah, of yeah. like um, his his background story and obviously why yeah, why he moved yeah. to to Canada. Um, yeah, that and, that kind of like yeah, obviously quite a lot of it is 
tongue in, as you said, tongue in cheek and jovial and stuff. There's some quite hard hitting things, which obviously you know politics oh, yeah, affects. Totally. And it's not something that the team took lightly at all. Like we did some serious research on how Canadian politics, you know, not just on within the province that I live in, Ontario, but across the entire country. Yeah. How do the politics of different provinces, you know, they might be under the same party name, but they actually function and promote different things than they do here. So it's a lot of pulling from that. We, we try to make it as informative as possible. It is still quote unquote like a fairly you know liberal leaning game in terms of how it's promoting its ideas and what it wants to do but it does try and bring all these different ideas and realities of you know this one party may do one thing but then they completely neglect the other thing we try and bring all of that in as much as we can without being too um, imposing or heavy-handed for the player you know we still want to entertain and we still want to educate but we don't want to make them feel like absolute trash playing in the game because then no one's going to want to play the game so yeah but we try our best to try to incorporate it all for sure yeah it's a bit of a obviously you don't want to go too heavy because you know people people play games as escapism so yeah it's kind of like oh no no obviously it's going to be difficult when you're trying to do politics because it's is a game idea to do that but also yeah i think it's kind of managed at the right sort of pitch in terms of it's serious enough that it makes you think but it's not overbearing that you're not going to enjoy it yeah and that's why we introduced i don't know if you've met uh, chef mondo yet yes yes oh i love chef mondo <laughs> one of the breakout character of the game please so yeah. chef mondo when you're sitting down in the game you get to when you're in your apartment, you get to either do some research on your laptop or you browse your phone or you watch TV. And when watching TV, you can check out a channel called Chef Mondo and he just basically teaches you cooking recipes. Had a lot of fun writing the music for Chef Mondo. He was <laughs> just a jovial character. And then uh, it, it did take a couple of iterations as well just because we wanted to be catchy and light. But also the problem was like, you can't rip off too much from, <laughs> from other similar programming so it was fun to iterate on that one but you know <clears throat> it might be really serious for a game dealing with politics but that's why I introduced characters like Chef Mondo in yeah. there just to help lighten the mood and remember, remind people like hey yeah you know this is still a game we can still have fun with it and you get to learn a thing or two about cooking and whatnot so it's always beneficial I mean I don't yeah I don't I don't want to speculate um, but Chef Mondo I've just noticed that I've got like my Muppets Lego figures next to me and I've got Swedish <laughs> chef and it's like, is that is that an origin or is that just purely <laughs> I, I, I can't speak to that. And the <laughs> chef Mondo was already ready ah, to go okay. in the game it just, and he just needed music. So I was like, Okay, cool. <laughs> this guy, yeah, he's my best friend. <laughs> ah, yeah. I I love it. It's like obviously you've got the is that you say in the bit where you do got your laptop and your phone and then you can watch TV and it's like you've got all the news things and the documentaries and it's like or there's this cookery channel and it's just like and it's just like that's kind of what I do with my brain it's like if I'm watching yeah, flicking sure. through the TV yeah. it's like I always seemingly end up on a cookery like program and it's like there's nothing wrong with cooking programs it's 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 good therapy it's yeah. good therapy and it chef is. mondo he provides the best therapy he does he's just there yeah he just wants to make sure that you're all having a good time <laughs> the um interesting bring up the apartment again for that one uh the reference track that he used that jordan used was um <laughs> another deep cut 
the apartment no the motel room from normal heroes okay with that great, with that great bass line and that really laid back kind of reggae-ish beat almost so i tried to lean in a little bit of that i also was in a big uh lo-fi hip-hop binge around that time so i kind of got a little bit of that going as well mm-hmm. um but that was fun that, that was a good track i really enjoyed writing for it yeah <clears throat> So you kind of um, touched on it a little bit already in terms of the soundtrack. For the most part, there's kind of like it just loops in the areas you're in. Is um, is there much in terms of like dynamic bits? I'm guessing the debate kind of um, maybe that sort of way, or is that very cut yeah, to that? Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a very linear soundtrack. And yeah. what I mean by linear is that there's not a lot in, way, in terms of like if the player does something, a layer gets removed or changes and yeah. whatnot. It's just if this emotions happens, this track will play. So it was simpler in that way in that I didn't have to go too deep into, um, you know, things like WIs or FMOD to try and figure out what to do with the soundtrack, but it made it harder because now the track will play straight for, you know, let's say a minute and 30 seconds before it loops back. How do I make the loop seamless? How do I make it sound like it's not just in a, it's gonna loop again? Um, how do I make the track work within that time constraint? Um, will people not get tired of listening to the same track for a minute and 30 seconds before it loops back and some players will just be like, ugh, it's this song over and over <laughs> and over again. That's always the hardest part, especially when you're doing something that's so linear. So that was something I had to keep in mind and something that we definitely in the team discussed uh, in terms of making the music work for the game. Nice. So next question you've i'm pretty sure you've answered um your which was going to be asking your favorite character from the game which is obviously chef yeah, mondo yeah. <laughs> chef mondo love chef mondo uh he, he I, I don't did you listen to the soundtrack at all like did you listen to the part where it's like the sad chef mondo theme uh, i don't think i got to that i'm gonna have to Ooh, i'm gonna have okay, to okay yeah something I also happens wanna, to chef mondo. I, hmm? I was gonna say i want to know why he's sad i want to know who hurt him who hurt <laughs> chef mondo <laughs> I can't say that. You gotta I know. play the game. I, I know. Oh, pitched, pitched. <laughs> That's it. You gotta yeah. buy it. It just happens yeah, to I, be very late. So late in the game, I, you have to play all of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. But definitely, there's a point in the game where Chef Mondo goes through some things, and that was that was fun to write. And when the fun story behind that, when when Jordan was saying that with the story that hey, this is gonna happen to Chef Mondo, I was like. I, I said, you're going to do what to him? You're going to do that to Chef Mondo? <laughs> and then I looked at him in the eye when we were having a, uh, our one-on-one meeting. I said, I will literally write the music for that section for free. Just let me do it. I need to do Chef Mondo right. And he's like, you're actually going to do it? I'm like, yes. I need to make sure that musically it's perfect for this. Okay. And he's like, okay, you sure. Knock yourself out. So that was a freebie. You're welcome, Jordan. But yeah uh chef mondo i love him <laughs> he's he's the best he did not deserve what he needed what he needed to go through him, uh, i need i need to find out now uh, yes you do i, yes, I you will do. make sure i find out i mean uh, <laughs> I say, obviously i think think he's my my favorite like my favorite character obviously a big mention of like the abdul's backstory is kind of very gut-wrenching kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. And, what like, you, and I and I hope that the music for that hit it pretty well. Yeah, it did. I mean, okay. it kind of it kind of is what we were saying earlier, where it's it has that right balance, and the music plays into this between being very silly nonsense parts, but then when you have those hard hitting moments, like the tone of it is very 
it it feels very sincere. I think is the the mm, way okay, to say it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I've done my job. Yeah. I've done my job. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got any. F- what do you think of any of the areas? Like, I know we talked a lot about the apartment, but um, what do you? Any thoughts about like the office theme? Did you get to the science center yet? Uh, is that where you have the f- uh, the head of the blueberry parties doing his first like speech yes yeah i did um i'm trying to rack my brain for which track it was now and what it sounded Uh, like that's all right but the 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 science center holds a close place to my heart um i don't know if you know that probably no but in toronto there's actually a place called ontario science center which was the greatest gift and place that any elementary and high school student could go to in our province because it was just a place where you learn about science. There's a whole bunch of fun exhibits, space, gravity, <laughs> all the interactive like gravity things, and you learn about nature and stuff. Truly magical. And when I heard that, oh yeah, we're gonna have a track called Science Center, or it's gonna take place in the Ontario Science Center adjacent place in the game, I really dug deep into the warm memories that I have in my heart of that place and I put it into music. I'm really happy with how it turned out. It was just really, really, um, it was just it was just a nice theme. Yeah. Lighthearted, it was bouncy. It's got a lot of fun organ in it. You can't go wrong with organ. If you want something sounding fun, you need to slap some organ in it, you're gonna be great. <laughs> um, I remember I showed it to one of my friends just for like, uh, outside of the game, just to say, hey, what do you think of this track? I'm like, oh, this reminds me of going to an Ontario Science Center. I was like, yes, I did it. <laughs> this is great. Uh-huh. And then for the office theme, I had a lot of fun writing that one too because it was the place where you worked. And like you, I'm also working at a corporate job to help juggle the um, writing the music part. And I just leaned in really hard into uh, corporate videos, corporate commercials. We're here for you. We care about you. <laughs> Welcome to this blah blah country, or welcome to this blah blah company, and I just really lean into that without getting into ukuleles, Glockenspiel. <laughs> that, that you, you know, oh, you I know, know. If there's yeah. like a drug commercial. There's always a ukulele. There's always a Glockenspiel. There's always some drum set playing in the back, and it's always just really happy and bouncy, and it sounds exactly like every other commercial. I didn't want to get into that, but I wanted it to sound like. We're we're here for you with, with a fake smile on your face, corporate. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the I I find them. It just reminds me. I've just realized I'm wearing a Simpsons T-shirt, so it's kind of the reference. But you know the Hi, I'm Troy McClure kind of things. <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah, just yeah. like I'm here. I'm here to talk about this, and it's like that painted on smile, like over the yes. top. Like it's like oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that one. And how many? How oh, they're juicing the orange with the eye thing, which is just another thing that's popped into my head. But thought I'd share the that's, yeah. that's nothing to do with corporate like work. Like, <laughs> I mean, but also, I feel I feel so, some jobs feel like you have to juice a lemon with your eye. I feel that's a very bad analogy, but it's kind of it sounds painful. Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's basically. <laughs> but you know it. what? But you know what? Sometimes working a corporate job is painful. Yeah. So yeah, I can kind of relate. Now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't exactly know what you're going for, but yeah, I get it. I, I get the vibe. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but I, I know when, like, I've descended into a point where I'm doing slightly obscure Simpsons references, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a Simpsons person. Uh, I'm a video game person. But uh, it's fine. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I was... Otherwise, I would have been booted off this podcast long ago. <laughs> Get out. You don't know your Simpsons. Leave. <laughs> and I think it'd be a nice time to listen to one of the aforementioned tracks. This is the track The Science Center. In terms of the characters, like I feel that obviously there's some sort of the characters are written in a way to make them. I wouldn't say unlikable, but it's like you know this person in your life. Like Tom, every office has a Tom, and no uh, one really oh, yeah. likes Tom. And it's yeah, just, <laughs> but he's but he's just there. Yeah, and yeah, he's fine, I guess. <laughs> and he's got a button that really that, that just reacts to his emotions. Cool. Yeah, he's 
fine, but you you know, but you know. So if <laughs> you, 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 you if you didn't work with them, you would have nothing to do with them. But it's like I can tolerate you at work. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like an Ace Attorney, Larry Butts. You know. Yes. He's perfectly fine. He's great, but you know that if there's some trouble brewing, it's gonna be that guy. Yeah. It's gonna be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you mentioned like quite a few of the tracks already. Is there? in particular a track that you you would say is the favorite one that you did in terms of just how well it works i mean the si- the silence one kind of sounded like it was a bit up there for your personal sort of um feelings for it or is there you know yeah my personal favorite is within our grasp so that's part of the the debate sequence yeah um that one was really really good really proud of that one um because the pitch i was given what Jordan said, you know, this is when things are going completely chaotic in the debates. Everybody's just yelling at each other. Nonsense is being thrown. Um, so just utter chaos in the debate room. So I don't know why. I don't know why it worked out so well. But I immediately was thinking, Tango. This is an awful, terrible dance. Nobody really knows how to tango, especially when there's no alcohol involved. So everybody's <laughs> just kind of dancing around each other, dancing on all these awful eggshells. So I just wanted to get that sense of like this really awful, weird dance that nobody wanted to dance to, but everybody has to dance it anyway. And then at the midpoint of that song, then I, to kind of bring in the whole debate idea home, I brought in uh I brought in a fugue, so you, you got the accordion kicking off with the main theme, and then you, I brought in basically the reason I studied music in university. I, I can at least write a decent fugue with no parallel fifths and octaves. Don't at me. If you hear <laughs> it and you find one, let me know. I will then go ahead and cry, but I'm pretty sure there's no parallel fifths and octaves. I remember one time I was just like walking down the street, and I was thinking about that track, and I was like, Oh my god, is it a parallel octave or fifth? I actually like thought about it. It bothered me the whole day, but I, there's I don't think there's one. I don't think there is one. But I brought a, a few just because I thought that would be a kind of musical um symbolic way of ideas just being thrown at each other and someone saying one thing and another person jumps in and says something else. It brings this lovely, amazing sense of chaos into the whole thing, and I think it's a lot of fun. That's my personal favorite. I, I I spent some time with that one. That one came out really really well. Within our grasp. Yeah, cool. I hope that's the right name. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like there was a meme I shared yesterday. That's that. Um, it's like Frankenstein was the name of the doctor, not the monster. The monster's name oh. was Frankenstein, and then in brackets, Final Cut Version Four. Oh. <laughs> I used to. I learned really quickly not to do, not to put the word "final" onto anything. It never works out. Never <laughs> ever. This is me. Okay, if you're looking to write music for the first time for a game, great. I wholly applaud you for it. Do not put a track title name as "final." You're setting yourself for trouble. It's only gonna get worse from there. Do not use "final." <laughs> version two, version three, great. Do not put "final." Do not. <laughs> The the way you the way you know it's final is because it's the highest number version. That's how you do it. Just don't use the word. But then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, it's a version two, and then it's a version two point five, and then version <laughs> two point seven five, and then three, and then two point nine eight, and it's just like, uh, it just never ends. Yeah, just just don't do it. 
it sounds like a Kingdom Hearts naming convention. <laughs> <laughs> Version of 365 divided by two. <laughs> oh, why? What is, what is it with Square and their numbering systems for games? I, I, I don't know. Remember 13, 13, 2, and a 13 Lightning Returns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three, three 13 games. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's great, like it's I just remember the first time they did it. It's like, oh, here's Final Fantasy X, and here's Final Fantasy X2. So 12. No. No. 10-2. 10-2. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. Yeah, got it. Got it. That makes total sense. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, I, I mean, I'm going to say this now, and it probably will happen, but like, one thing is like with 15 is they had the, the episodes of like the characters and stuff. And it's like, it's a really nice right. way of doing it because it's not like, well, it's not a confusing two different number systems having a yeah, sequel yeah, yeah. to a game. Uh, it's like, that's fine, but then I say this and we'll probably get Final Fantasy 16, 12, X, 1 or something now, just to spite me. I feel I feel they listen. What was it, hang on, was it like Kingdom Hearts 2.5.8 at one point or yeah, something like that? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah it, there's, there's all the sort of ones that are on like the PS3 and PS4 era that are fundamentally yeah. the games, but they're kind of like... A, the HD remasters, but and then like director's cuts and stuff. It's right, like I don't right. understand. I, mean, I yeah, I just don't understand. I'll leave it. <laughs> At least the music's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can definitely. go with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They definitely have weird version numbers when they're doing their music files. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thankfully, Civic Story. I mean, it's a one and done. But if it gets popular enough, hey, I would love to do another version of this, like a sequel to it. That'd be that'd be cool. But give it a whirl. Yeah. I would love to. Honestly, it's just you know, we want to get this game out to people so that they can learn more about civics and encourage them to at least if if they don't want to get involved at least just learn as to why they don't want to get involved because it's just one thing to just say i don't want to participate in it just because i don't want to participate in it if you don't want to participate in it, have a good reason okay fine you know yeah and yeah i'm the, the music's just so much fun for this i had a great time writing a lot of it uh hmm? so i mean i another question you've already preempted i guess and there's nothing like um in terms of like any I said there's not a sequel planned or any like DLC or anything like that are we going to get the the Chef Mondo spin-off that we're hoping for oh my god we actually (laughs) thought about that we legitimately (laughs) thought about a Chef Mondo spin-off and that would be spectacular I'm 100% in for a Chef Mondo spin-off ideas are already going through my head it's gonna be like Cooking Mama and have you ever listened to the music for Cooking Mama oh yeah that's uh some jams yeah jams all of them they're spectacular i don't know why people dunk on cooking mama but cooking mama you hey man don't mom cooking mama will get angry at you and will hunt you with the knife in her hand so don't 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 say bad things about cooking mama i i i never say bad things about anyone that's cooking actually that's a lie there is one there's what there's one particular you know, at least you're honest at least you're honest there's there's honest. one particular celebrity chef that i won't name but I mean, people that know me know how much I despise them and the things they do. And I like I like the people that are listening are probably trying to figure out which one it is. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, one guess, one guess. Frosted Tips? Uh, does he have Frosted Tips? 
Oh, not spiky, no. No, no okay. No. Right. Uh, okay, I, I wasted my guess, so we'll, we'll go, well, that's it. Were you, were you <laughs> thinking, uh, what's his, oh, what is his name? Guy Fieri? Yeah, oh no, I, I, I don't, I just like the fact he's just outrageous. Like, it, yeah, he dresses, can, I, I gotta respect that. He dresses yeah, like he, I mean... I say this like I don't still listen to some forty one occasionally, but he dresses like a teenager that loved some forty one. But he still dresses like that, even though he's like thirty or about like forty. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, I, it's like the I, flame shirt. It's like that is yeah, that is I something know. I would wear oh. when I was like thirteen. That's his brand, though. And I'll, I'll be honest, for me, it's like look, I don't like his cooking. But I respect him as a person. He's actually out of all the celebrity chefs out there, he's actually genuinely one of the nicest ones, yeah. and he actively is part of the community and helps out quite a lot. He's genuinely very nice and like knows what he's talking about. But by God, his look and his branding—it's <laughs> so much. I look at him like, oh, it's kind of, no. Ah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure though. I, I can remember reading. There's like a bizarre. I don't know where it is, but I'm guessing it's his home city. I don't know where he's from. But they do, like, uh, annual loads of people dress up as him and then do a bar crawl. Oh, I don't want to participate in that at all. That sounds like a horrific nightmare. (laughs) Can you just imagine you're slightly tipsy, you're with your bud, you're doing your own bar crawl, and then you just see 50 Guy Fieri's coming at you? No. No, thank you. It would be very bizarre. That's a horror game out there. If you want to do a horror game... (laughs) Just do one where you're getting chased by Guy Fieri's, please. I, I, and get me the right music for it. I know exactly what to do. I do have a very, uh, not necessarily similar, but a, a, a actual real life incident where something like that happened. Where I was at the, I was at an airport, and as I was like going through the security, I turned around and there was a guy, red baseball cap, backwards, baggy jeans, white top, and I was like, huh. A guy dressed like Fred Durst, and then looked round, and there was just lots of people dressed like Fred Durst, and it was just like, okay, this is odd. And um, it was it turns out it was, a, it was a stag stag party going, and the actual guy oh, that was the guy, yeah, it was it wasn't like a Fred Durst convention, but but was about. <laughs> Why would it be a convention for Fred Durst? No. But it was yeah, it was very bizarre. In an airport. <laughs> It's just, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Again, this if this is like sort of a a British thing where you know they dress dress up for stag do's and like go yeah, abroad. Yeah, and oh, stuff. yeah, we do. Yeah, we do that in the states as yeah. well, uh, in Canada as well, for sure, for sure, for sure. But yeah, but the guy, <laughs> the guy that was actually the the stag was dressed up as um, one of the members of Slipknot as well. So it's kind of a, a very new metal theme going on there. <laughs> Wow, and he said dedicated. Yeah, it was it was quite the sight. I feel like I feel as well because a lot of people probably a lot of younger people probably don't recognise that Fred Durst anymore. No, so the but... most people are probably like, "What? That's a very odd look." And then like people who know are just like, "I wish I didn't know what this was." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not wish to know this reference. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, that was a bit of a tangent. Uh, <laughs> a fun one. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so go back to Civic Story. Um, in terms of in terms of the game, it's due to be well. The, the release date is the twenty eighth for Friday. July twenty eighth. Yes. Yes. And that it's going to be available on itch.io. It's going to be Steam. available on itch.io and Steam. The soundtrack's going to be available on Bandcamp, Spotify, and all the other um, streaming platforms out there. 
I will be talking about it as well. Um, you'll be happy to hear that I've forgone Twitter. It was a hard breakup, but it needed to be done. I'm actually now more active on Co-Host, so okay. you can find me at yeah, cohost.org slash composer, F-A. And over there, on the release date, I'll actually be doing a deep dive on each of the tracks and just cool, talking cool. about each one of them. Yeah, just talking about the inspirations, what was it like writing for it, where, was it, where did I write it during the development cycle, what were some of the things that were being asked of. Yeah, and I'll be going on a deep dive for that, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like something this podcast should do if it wasn't so chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) So uh, in terms of, obviously, uh, yourself, I mean, you mentioned there's... Is there anything that um, you'll be working on with Jordan um, or the team going forwards? Is this kind of waiting until this project's finished before... We're currently just doing the... uh, As of recording this episode, we're still doing all the final touches, getting rid of all the little glitches and bugs, but we're coming down to the wire. It's really exciting. Um, this is it with me and the Shining Spark Entertainment team for now, although, hey, I'm more than happy to work with them again. Uh, in terms of upcoming projects, I have another visual novel currently just um, kind of on a back burner. I've done the music for it, but in terms of the actual game project, it's kind of just floated for a little bit hopefully it'll come out soon and then next year i'm excited to say that i'm working on a personal project Ooh, yeah piano trio stuff i i have a whole set of pieces that i've composed when i was in university and more recently that i was like this needs a proper recording because the only recording i have of these pieces when i was in a university is tainted by a colleague friend of mine who brought his baby toddler into the actual recording of the performance. So every time I hear it, you hear this baby crying in the background. I'm like, oh, I just need a cleaner, better recording. Sorry, Paul. I love you, but your 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 child did <laughs> your your child did it. So yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a next year project, but uh, not game adjacent, but something that I think it's just nice. Yeah, it'll be good for me. Yeah, sounds good. So I think yeah. Yeah, it's kind of came to the end of the questions I've had. I think a nice one. I was going to do the very loaded question of asking which of the in-game political parties you'd vote for, but I feel Ooh. the games games not necessarily about that. But also, ah, good for you. That yeah. that that is kind of like the the overall message, right? The the point is not for you to find out and pick a side. The point is for you to learn about why it is important to participate and to you know teach you about ways that you can learn how to pull apart what's being introduced in front of you and yeah. understand it and that, and that's a that's good and i hope this breaks down more stigma of how games and politics can't be together you know i'm thinking about examples like ubisoft and how they say we're we try to be as politically free as possible when in reality that kind of statement implies that there's a stance being made right yeah i mean i found it i can't think of the reviewer's name but it's one of the first assassin's creed games and it's like they have that message it's like oh ubisoft is made up of team of all uh, genders yeah, ethnicities yeah. and stuff like that and it's like and then you go and slaughter lots of people from a certain area yeah. it's like hey. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah not a good look but you know, I hope that this game just breaks down barriers and gets people talking and gets people mm. to discuss and figure out the, their meeting of what a civic story should be like. Yeah. Zing! Close yeah. it! That was it. That's it, that's <laughs> it. Slam dunk it. What, some, some, <laughs> some sports terms. Uh. <laughs> 
So Boom as, goes the dynamite. So yeah, I was thinking, think uh, a nice way to end off would be me to to let you talk a little bit about why people should. I mean, you've kind of mentioned that, but why you think people should play Civic Story and should also check out the soundtrack, other than you really wanting them to. <laughs> uh, that would be nice, but <laughs> this is a this is a fun project. It's a fun album. Like if you want a very very varied album that has a lot of musical genres and styles and takes you all different places, and if you want me, if you want to hear my resume as to why I should be writing music for the next Ace Attorney game, please get the soundtrack. It is there. Capcom, call me. My email is right there. I'm, I'm all over social media, Composer FA. And as for why you should play the game, I think it is funny, it is educational, and it will get you to think a little bit different about your relationship between you and the world around you. And I think that's really important. And that's something that, you know, especially in this day and age, we can use a little bit more of just to be a bit more mindful of what's going on around you and to be more discerning of what people are saying to you. And this game will give you an outlet for you to explore that in a non-confrontational and educational way. So you won't have to feel bad about doing something that is not normal. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but yeah, it's just a it's, it's a good way for you to explore and just for you to learn and for you to try something out. Play it. It's great. Shadow yeah. Spark Entertainment, Civic Story. It's a great game. I mean, I say I've enjoyed what I've played so far and Yay, I am planning on you. going through and finishing mainly I just to find to, out what happens to Chef Mondo, Literally, right? I yeah. just want to know yeah, what Chef please, Mondo's please. story arc is now. Yeah, obviously, it is a phenomenal story arc. It's my favorite story arc in the game. If anything else, please just do it for do it for Chef Mondo. If you're playing this game and you're like, ah, everything's fine, do it for Chef Mondo, okay? <laughs> Chef Mondo and my heart. If we if enough people mention Chef Mondo, we will get the spin-off series Chef Mondo. Yes, deserves. hashtag Chef Mondo. Hashtag <laughs> Chef Mondo. Quote us on Twitter at Shady Spark Entertainment. Just hashtag Chef Mondo. Spam it. We need Chef Mondo to have a spin-off game. But we need some... Uh, people need to start doing, like, cosplay, fan art. We need... We need That'd this... be horrifying. Oh, I don't it know would. how I feel about... Oh. <laughs> it <laughs> would. I don't know how I feel about oh, me going to, like, the fan expo here in Toronto. Like, oh, my God, is Chef Mondo walking towards me? <laughs> I don't know. That would be way too much. But I think I'll be ready for it. I, I feel like... I don't, I don't know how they those like sort of viral things happen but i feel that needs to be like everyone goes to an event dressed up as chef monday and just (laughs) just just think several things one it would be amazing and two the amount of therapy that people would have to get afterwards would keep therapists in business if i see someone at a stag party dressed up as chef mondo's I think we've gone off the complete deep end, and I'll be like, "No, this is way too much." <laughs> that is too much. Yeah, That's TV. enough. We we draw we draw the line at Guy Fieri themed pub crawls. That's that's the level. Yeah. Anything past yeah. that is too much. People should stop. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been lovely chatting, Felix, and I say excited for the launch. Um, I hope I hope it gets lots of downloads i hope you get lots of lots of plays and downloads as well on the soundtrack separately as well i feel feel uh yeah i feel it definitely stands on its own as well outside of the game i was listening to it while driving back from work the other day so 
Really oh, enjoyed sick. it. Yes. But yeah. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's been an absolute and pleasure. I'll let you know when the next one drops. Yes. <laughs> definitely do. <laughs> and I'd once again like to thank Felix for taking time out of his schedule to chat to myself. As always, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I hope you check out Civic Story. Uh, it's available on Steam and itch.io, as well as checking out Felix's soundtrack separately. Beats and Bleeps will be back uh, next Friday with a new episode, and hopefully every Friday from now until the end of time. Be a lovely to play out an episode with Felix's favourite track from the soundtrack. This is Within Our Grasp. <laughs>